and welcome to another episode of Anne and Steve Talk Stuff, where an artist and an economist walk into a podcast to talk about strange things that make the world go round. I am the artist in question, a playwright, performer and musician. And you, Stephen Kinsler, are the economist. And what else? Um, I'm... I'm uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That you was find so yourself in three words. That was what, so uh, smooth up to that point, Stephen. What, what do I do? Sorry. Um, uh, so I, 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 I work at the University of Limerick where I teach and do research. I write for thecurrency.news. Um, I direct a load of research projects. Um, I, I, I direct a thing called Immersive Software Engineering. Um, many fingers, many pies. Many fingers, many pies. And you advise the government betimes, which yeah, is which is quite relevant today. Because now yeah. a number of months ago, we talked about uh, the directly elected mayor, which is a phenomenon only happening in Limerick City, where mm-hmm. we live in the southwest of Ireland. Um, we had, we had a, was it a referendum or just a vote? We had a city or a county vote on whether or not we would like to have a directly elected mayor and we said yes, which would transfer a lot of powers from the capital down to this, the county and city and basically give somebody the power to make changes and be a very much a hands-on um, city. I, I, I don't want to use the word manager because we already have, have a manager, but as uh, kind of like basically the, the someone in charge who who makes things happen much quicker. Would that be a very crude, <laughs> simplistic analysis? Yeah, I, I think the, the basic logic is that people, people, the, democracy is all about the transferal of power um, and the limited transferal of limited powers to limited people for a limited amount of time. And um, national democracies work well because they accord national identity with national power, but not all problems are national. And Ireland, uh, Ireland in particular, uniquely amongst European countries and countries of its type, has a very, very, very centralised system of government. So more or less everything that matters in your life is decided in Dublin. Mm. Now, if you're in Dublin, that's pretty cool because then the, the object of decision kind of overlaps exactly with your geography or more or less. If you're not, then it doesn't. And that can often become a problem. Um, So health decisions, uh, education decisions, transport decisions, environmental decisions, they're all made somewhere else. The idea of a a mayor, of a city in particular, um, all this will will be a mayor of a city and county. um, But the idea of a mayor is that there's somebody whose job it is to fix the trains and do something about the buses and have a say in housing policy and, you know, be a, be a, be an individual that you can sort of stop on the street and say, this bus lane doesn't work, mm. fix it, you know? Um, and we don't have that. Uh, and we've never had that. We've had, a, we have a system of mayors um, and we have it for, for, for hundreds of years, actually. Um, we have a system of mayors and the mayors are ceremonial. So they don't, they don't have any power, really. Um, and they're elected from the county councillor base. And we have a county manager, a city manager, sorry, who's city and county manager, who's uh, Dr. Pat Daly in this case, uh, currently, whose job it is to kind of manage the uh, 200 million or so of funds for the, uh, for the local authority. Now, what the local authority basically does is collect rates, 
do things about environment, um, environmental um, uh, management, and uh, does a lot of does it has about eighty prescribed functions, um, but a lot of it has does not have things to do, for example, with transport or housing uh, or other things. A lot of it is zoning and land development. It's yeah. it's funny. Like I remember um, last year, so. Uh, early 2020 the, the general election so obviously before before the pandemic we had a general election remember that we did. <laughs> just we did. before and um my as you know my wife jenny ran uh as a i ran in the in the election and so i was at some hustings i remember being at hustings where um in balnanti and there were these uh elderly women and they were asking the um candidates about a bus route so basically there was a bus route that really suited them. These are elderly women who need a bus to get from A to mm-hmm. B. And it, it randomly got changed. I Now, I don't know the route and I, I don't know much about it. But basically, the route was now going some in a very impractical way. And that decision got made in Dublin. And they're asking these prospective candidates who might get elected, who one of them was going to get elected as, as a TD, uh, or a number of them are, as uh, to advocate for this bus route to be changed back to something that actually suits the locals. Yeah. And it just seems so, um, so many steps for these women to have something really simple and important and, and vital to their life put back the way it worked, you know, yeah. and that decision gets made by someone in Dublin who doesn't even live in Limerick. And so I suppose this, that's just a little microcosmic example of what this that those women could now actually lobby a human in Limerick who would have the power to fix it. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, or, or that person would be able to say, "Here is why that bus route changed." Mm. Right. Or that person could say, "I have decided there will be no bus lane. You know, and there will be no bus route. Yeah, uh, because we're doing trains or whatever." Right. Yeah. So a number of months ago, and you, if you're listening to this uh, and you didn't hear the previous episode, I would recommend go back and it says Limerick. It's it's very clear on the Limerick Post uh, directory of podcasts. It it's in the title, and Steve talks of Limerick directly elected mayor. So Steve has explained in detail <laughs> this. Now there have been developments since though, and it seems that the government are trying to dilute this role that we we voted on something. We were promised this is a role that do you want it or not? And we said, by a narrow enough margin, yes. And there's due to be an election this year. Mm-hmm. And it seems the government now are trying to change the nature of that role so that the person would would have less power now maybe you could explain it to me yeah. in more detail so, so essentially that the, the i mentioned before that the, we have a city manager whose job it is to sort of manage ha- housing policy and and all that kind of stuff but transport isn't isn't his job um and uh, a lot of environmental policies in his job irish water isn't his job you know there's lots of things that that the city manager does but fundamentally you know um it's done at a national level. The idea is to transfer all of the powers of the current city manager to the directly elected mayor and then add on some other ones, for example, around transport. Um, education hasn't been touched at all. 
the 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 um, in in other um, countries, the mayor has responsibility for education policy, and locates schools and things like that. And uh, um, in, in other places, uh, you know, like in London, the mayor there is responsible for the trains um, and and loads of other things. They've got a massive budget. The idea of the the, the directly elected mayor here was that some transport policy would change, some housing policy would change. There'd be a bit of a budget associated with the role. They'd be able to raise a budget. They would they would do the the, the, the they would control how the budget is formed and all this, and therefore they would be they would have the ability to respond to their constituents if you like. Uh, if they need a new bus lane, in extremis, you could actually increase the tax take to uh you can increase property taxes say to uh fund more bus bus lanes uh the, this current uh the current version well it's what's what's called the general uh, scheme of the bill so the basic kind of sketch of it um has been released and um it, it's an extraordinary document actually uh so i read it i read it one saturday morning because i'm sad like that and i read the whole how, thing how many pages it's, it's 350 pages <laughs> okay. over the 300 plus pages only 12 pages actually talk about the powers of the mayor. It was actually the thing. Typically what I do often Mm -hmm. is if I'm reading something like this, I just go straight to the table of contents. And if you want to assess something's importance, literally divide um, the the thing you're interested in by the total and you get a sense of the importance of the interest. Uh, The reality of of the role as envisaged by the department and by Mr. Peter Burke is this is a golden retriever. It's like a shiny, uh, happy, pet the thing on the head, throw the ball, watch it walk, walk away. The, the, the directly elected mayor of Limerick City and County, as envisaged by the general scheme of the bill, doesn't have the pla- does not have the power to tell uh, someone to water the plants. It is extraordinarily weak. Like it's a it's a retrograde step. In fact, it would to 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 enact the version that exists now would be it would justify every single cynic. They would go, "We told you so," you know. The "We told you so" merchant would come out and go, "We told you it was going to be a fudge," and it effectively means that if the mayor wants to do something about the bus lane, say that that those ladies' bus lane, he or she or they have to go up to Dublin. And lobby, and so we like we actually have loads of lobbyists for loads of different areas. And if you want a lobbyist, you can get one a hell of a lot cheaper than this thing is going to cost. It's going to cost north of three hundred grand a year, plus all the various bits and pieces that, that this is going to cost. Um, even the city manager, the the current city manager, um, they get a new title and a salary bump as well. Like, you know, um, and so all of the, the the various specified functions of the city manager basically get carved out. Um, of of the role, it's 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 one of these things. In reading it, as somebody like I'm not from Limerick, but I, I live here and I, I I kind of identify as being from Limerick now. I guess um, uh, I finished reading it at about twelve o'clock on Saturday, and I was I was so furious. I had to go for a walk. Like that's how annoyed I was about this. I was like, I can't believe they're treating us like this. Um, and like the people in the Department of Lo- Local Government, like they're good people. You know, they're not they're not out to get us. Like, you know, but fundamentally, they they've done us a wrong. Um, and I said, okay, I'm going to write something about this. 
So I wrote a big long thread on Twitter about this. Um, and it got a lot of attention. Like in the middle of July with, um, uh, with um, you know, sports uh, tournaments going on and uh, people on holidays, you know, like it's a fairly abstract concept in fairness. And like, you know, economists comments <laughs> on the general scheme of a bill. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's not quite, it's not the clickbait I was looking for. Yeah. It got over a hundred thousand views. What? Yeah. So people, people are really pissed off about this and, and, and rightly so. Um, and so I kind of like, I kind of went on a bit of a warpath about it because I was so irritated by how we were being treated. Mm. Um, and what, what I was also very surprised by was how quiet everyone was. Uh, I didn't hear from Limerick County councillors. Elena Sikas, in fairness, she came out almost immediately about it. Um, but a lot of others, very, very quiet. Very quiet indeed, including the mayor, Daniel uh, Butler, um, and others. They came out subsequently after I said, where are the councillors? <laughs> uh, the TDs of, of all the, the, the TDs, uh, um, uh, some of whom are in government, mm-hmm. um, the only person who's, who's commented in any way about this um, has been um, Mars Quinlivan to say uh, uh, some blathery thing about how uh, he made a representation. Uh, I asked him specifically, what are you going to do specifically about the specific problem? He didn't answer. Everyone else said, stay quiet. In the business community, um, the Limerick Chamber really got behind it. Mm-hmm. In fairness, they really did. They got behind it. And um, the um, lots of residence committees like uh, and, and, and community groups like the Moira Ross Residence Alliance and other, other groups got behind mm-hmm. it and said, oh, hang on a second now, something has to change. So, in all fairness, there was a reasonable coalition there. And, uh, you know, it should be mentioned, like, you know, people like John Moran were kind of really, really pushing this from the very, very start. And they, mm-hmm. they had actually made this point previously uh, um, to, to, to me in, in an Oroctus committee. Right. Anyway, yeah. um, so anyway, um, uh, a bit of a hue and cry. Um, Minister Burke came out. He was on Live 95 FM. Um, uh, Joe Nash has been really good in kind of pushing this, this whole thing forward. Mm. And said, no, no, we will make these changes. Um, so it's like, it's a good example of kind of, you give out the minister, you know, that the, the relevant minister kind of listens and goes, okay, we're going to do something about this. Okay. But now the question is, okay, what, right? So what is, what specifically is this person going to be able to do? Hmm. We're going to have an election. Somebody's going to get the job, right? So we could elect me, say, mm-hmm. right? What does Mayor Stephen Hitzler do on day one of his job? Or elect you, Anne? Mayor Blake, why what not? Do we do? Like, if you don't actually have the power, did you, ever, did you watch The Wire? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know that idea, suction. Does he have suction, right? Right. Yeah, like, so what does, what is Mayor Blake's suction? What can, does she have a budget? Does she have a block grant of a couple of million to go, well, look, I'm going to put that bus lane there? Mm-hmm. Or is it a case that she's got policy making authority so she can go, we have, we have new policy on bus lanes, Here's what it is. Or is it more like, well, I'll go talk to the, the, the people up the road who have the money. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's no, you know, some of it, like in, in, in all fairness, the, the, the mayor is going to have to lobby like everyone else. Sure. Line ministers lobby ministers for finance all the time. Like it's not, mm-hmm. that's just the game. There's nothing uh, weird or untoward about that. Uh, mm-hmm. To be honest, it's part of how 
the thing works. Um, but fundamentally, if you don't have policy autonomy and you don't have money, there's no point to you. Yeah. You know, you're just you're just the apex lobbyist. And there and there are, it depends on who you are, right? So so you can imagine a situation where a celebrity candidate takes the role, right? Um, so that celebrity candidate is now responsible for, you know, if the celebrity candidate is is, is responsible for bus lanes, yeah. well, there's a chicken and egg thing. Do you know, if the if the role is no power, celebrity candidate may cho- may choose to go for like a former sporting person or someone like that may choose to go for the, the role and they'll they'll get elected. Um, but it's grand. They're, they're basically there to shake hands and open doors and make connections. But we already have. Well, we already there. have one of those. We already have one of those. We already have one of those. And, and you know. We'll just get and, to elect this person. But like, that's a lot of yeah. money to have something that's already yep. like a role already being fulfilled. Exactly. Uh, the, 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 the other thing is if the role is really beefed up, voters will have to make a decision on this. So, so if you've got some candidate, you know, like uh, um, you've got some, some, uh, some candidate who you like, you're, you're aware of, they have large brand recognition, but you're like, do I really want this person in charge of the bus lanes? Like, mm. do you know, that's a really important question. Um, I think you're not going to get people, uh, uh, people with executive experience who really want to get stuff done are not going to be interested in a job where, where you're essentially a golden retriever. So there's this chicken and an egg thing, right? You try to make an intervention in order to give the thing more power in order to attract better candidates who can then argue for a larger, more expanded role. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know. so is, I mean, when, when will this be decided? I mean, we thought we voted for something and that now is like, oh, actually we meant this. But, yeah. You know, I, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I, is there a deadline on when the role will be defined? Uh, yeah, so it'll be September um, when when we see the next updated, iterated version of the, the bill. Mm. Um, and then lots of people will be, you know, very strongly encouraged um, by me and by others to comment on that. Um, and, you know, I, I, I really do have to say, like, um, I... Uh, I was surprised at how viscerally angry I was about this because it's a very abstract thing, right? I mean, it's literally, it's li- like like local democracy in a city of a hundred thousand people, and but it's 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 about that like those old ladies' bus lanes. They have a right to have somebody do something about their bus lanes, and TDs like fundamentally TDs jobs a TDs job is not to think about bus lanes. TDs job is to is to be a national legislator, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, Desi O'Malley, who just passed away there a couple of weeks ago, like, like he never did any constituency work. Leo Varadkar doesn't particularly do constituency work either, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, there are national politicians and they should be national politicians. Yeah. Um, the idea of the TD as super county councillor, I, I, I disagree with it fundamentally, actually. Um, but I really like the idea of somebody whose job it is, somebody who's walking along the street and gets collared, mm-hmm. absolutely collared by somebody and says, do you see that? That's in bits. Fix that. Yeah. And that person has to go, okay, you're my boss. I'll do that. Well, that That's was the thing cool. that yeah, it was a point you made in the previous episode that this is not a out to pasture, nice little gig for someone. This yeah. is, uh, and the criteria is not, yeah. I have 
say been mayor of Limerick before that's the criteria is I have run things I have managed people I know how to make something happen and how to get things done and how to fix things and I I won't you know waffle I'll do the actual it's it's you can't coast on it like it's it's very um whether the job has been done or not will be very very evident and the thought that we're just going to have another version of something we already have and cost us, as you say, 300 grand a year for them and yeah. their staff. I mean, I don't mind paying people when they're doing a job, but you know, you don't want more going out of a, a local budget for, for what, uh, you for know, what? for something that's already there. <laughs> Whereas what we want is someone with actual executive powers. And that's what yeah. we that's what we voted for. Exactly. And so, okay. So Stephen, it is now at the time of recording, it's August. Uh, you're listening to this. Um, the earliest you'll be listening to this is the first Friday of August, 2021. Uh, what can we do as citizens to put, put pressure and not lie down and be, um, end up with a golden retriever, as you say? First thing, write to Minister Peter Burke. Um, okay. So uh, he's at Peter Burke FG on Twitter, or he's Peter Burke at Eroctus.ie. Hmm. Um, and he reads those emails. I know he does. Um, uh, he, he he has a really good sense of people's discontent. Um, if, if if you know he is a he's a politician, he really wants to do a good job, hmm. but his constraint fundamentally is he is arguing for a role that doesn't exist yet. And he's arguing that departments remove some of their powers. So he's mm. saying, Anne, please give me a piece of your budget. Right. And please give me a piece of your power. And Anne, yeah. if Anne's the Department of Transport, Anne's like, how about no? Yeah. Right? So, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, and so he needs to be armed with that to, mm. to do that. And I, I do believe he wants to do a good job here because I, I listened to his interview with John Ash a few times and he was like, you know, he wasn't kind of going, listen, it'll be grand. I, I've got this, lads. He was saying, look, I, I, you know, I, I am going to go back and make a, make another go of this, um, which is really important. And who would, where would the hamstringing have come from? Like, would that be from? Just it's the natural political system, right? The political system, the, the, the system in Dublin doesn't want to lose power. It doesn't want to decentralize um, for a couple of reasons. Some of it's really natural, like some policy coherence, right? Like, let's say there are, I, I don't know, 50 bus lanes in Limerick and there are 20 in Cork, do you know? Um, so some of it's that. Some of it's like, they don't know who's going to get elected, right? Um, so like the people the people can make a bad decision. And the idea that the, that the people don't, can't, don't make stupid choices uh, um, with, with, with their politicians is, is, is nonsense. They, they do. Um, uh, you know, th- this idea that the, the people in their wisdom, like uh, some people aren't that wise. Right. Mm. Um, so some and, and bus lanes are like like it's it's not that technical, but it is a piece of technical expertise. And if you don't have the brain for it, you know, it's not going to work out for you. The, 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 there are people whose job it is to do that. Right. So, yeah. so th- there is a there is a question about where the power should go. And should the should the mayor exercise a kind of a more governance role and let the county manager or the, the new sort of um director general role actually run things 
Do you know, should it be a case of that somebody decides and then somebody implements? Mm. Uh, so which is the minister sec general nationally, or should it be something uh, different? Like it's, 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 they haven't really figured out the model yet. And, and that matters because, um, because whoever gets this job, like if they weren't a politician before, they're a politician now. Yeah. And if they were a politician before, then they're bringing all of that with them. You know, mm. so you could easily see a situation where uh, you elect a Fine Gael mayor, say, and then that Fine Gael mayor has to go up and lobby a Sinn Féin government in the next uh, in the next door. Mm-hmm. Right. And the Sinn Féin government goes, how about no? <laughs> right. Right. You know, so uh, would you be in, in, in that advocation that um, would you be advocating that whoever obviously you want the right person for the job primarily and ideally someone who is a party political well so so the the um here's not in it's not me speaking uh but uh, the the uh, my colleagues at the university of limerick did a big survey of people in limerick mm-hmm. and they asked people what do you want in a mayor right and uh the only 24 percent of them 24 percent of respondents said they wanted somebody from a political background they said that doesn't really matter Right. Um, we'll put the link to that survey up on the up on the web. Really, really interesting survey. Um, the primary quality that people wanted, almost over seventy percent, was that the person was a good listener. Wow. Yep. They did. They the political background didn't matter. They people just wanted to be heard. Mm. Local democracy is fundamentally about listening to people. It's about listening to those old ladies and saying, "Okay." I'm going to try to do something about your, your bus lane, right? And they, they're, they're listened to. Something happens or it doesn't, but at least it's explained back to them, right? Yes. And they, go, they then go, oh my God, that's my tax dollars in action, right? And, and this, it's this like trust in democracy. Mm. Trust in our democracy, by the way, is sliding. It's falling precipitously. Really? Everything, the, the, everything is on the slide, when it comes to trust, people don't trust banks, they don't trust the church, they don't trust the government, they don't trust the civil service. Trust is, lack of trust is corrosive to society. Mm. It strikes me that something that has this ability, this is, a, this is and like, I'm so struck by how like rare this is. This is mm-hmm. the first time in a century, a century, that we have had any reform to local government. Like, and the idea that we just pass this up we just forget about it because the general scheme of the bill was published in feckin' July. Like, that's ridiculous. And was that, do you think that was um, calculated? That, like, put it out in silly season might get missed? I don't know. I'm not sure. Yeah. Uh, what, what I do know is, um, what I do know is uh, it wasn't, you know, again, thanks to people like D. Ryan and, and, and John Moore and others, like it wasn't missed. And, and, and your good self. I mean, look, um, you know, ha, ha, have have Twitter account will tweet, you know, um, <laughs> and all that. But I do think that, um, like citizens, citizens, if you if you feel like you deserve a voice, you should use your voice, mm. right? We have, I, I I think the last ten years, you know, if you think about repeal, if you think about um, if you think about the the the, the all the discussions about abortion, think about the water charges, think about the anti-austerity stuff. All of it's true. All of it's told a whole generation of people. If you stand up for something, things will change. Mm. Actually, if you just stand up for something, things will change. And what I think people have realized is that it's not that hard. 
it's not that hard. Mm. You, 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 you get in your car, you show up at a protest, you, you, you write an email to your, to your TD, you go on Twitter, you set up a WhatsApp group uh, of your friends and you say, listen, this isn't okay. What are we going to do about it? Oh, the dreaded moments where you get a notification. So-and-so you has just added, added you to a WhatsApp group. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Congratulations, you've joined the movement. And, and you can oh, be no. added, but you can't, like, if you leave it, it's, it's, um, it's so public. Um, yeah, but yeah, sorry, no, and you're talking about activism, and obviously, yeah, like, yeah. Um, it's remarkable how change can happen with with uh with people power and yeah. with and and not like it doesn't take a huge amount of people um yeah. but it takes it takes cohesion a little bit of leadership uh and, yeah. and leadership in this situation is just setting up the whatsapp group like <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard it's not like we shall fight them on the beaches kind of crack like you know it's just call your friends and say hey listen what are we going to do about this um the other part of it is saying is just understanding that we are the leaders. Like what we do here for Limerick will set the will set the standard for Waterford and Cork, Galway, Kilkenny, and Dublin eventually. Mm. And the mayor of Dublin, like a lot of this is about Dublin, really. The mayor of Dublin is going to be more powerful than most ministers. Right? They're going to command like Dublin is between a third and, you know, maybe 45% of the total economy of the country. Mm. The mayor, of, the, the mayor of, the, of, of Dublin is, a directly elected mayor of Dublin would be extraordinarily powerful, mm. you know, um, uh, unless he or she or they are a golden retriever, right? So a lot of this has to do with three steps down the line, if you like. Um, but can't think so, that far ahead. So, so we must do this for Dublin. <laughs> no, we must do this. We must do this for ourselves. I Understanding know. if we do it for ourselves, we'll change a lot. Of, yeah. I think, I think, I often think a lot about that. I often think that a lot of leadership is about cascades. Mm-hmm. So, you, so, so you do something that cascades down or it cascades up and then that cascades to something else and that cascades to something else. Mm-hmm. And it's a very interesting way of thinking about it because it doesn't, overemphasize the uh, individual. Mm-hmm. I think we, we tend to look at the individual performance throughout history and go, oh, the reason, you know, was De Gaulle or Churchill or whatever, you know, and it's not really true. Like, isn't like formally speaking, it's not true. The reality is there are people who have to be at the top of things, but it's everyone else that gets done. Yeah. You know? And um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really exercised about this. And like, I, 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 I can't, um, I can't emphasize enough how much potential we would squander if we let this pass. Okay. You know, I really, really, really can't. Um, and I just like, you know, there are people who listen to this, you know, both of you. <laughs> Set up your, your two person WhatsApp group. <laughs> get on a WhatsApp group with all of us. It'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know. But what do you want to say to our two listeners? Go on. Here, here endeth my political rant. Um, 
economists are funny beasts because um, we're 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 trained to be advisors. Mm-hmm. We're not trained to be the person in the big job. We're trained to be the person talking to that person. You know, so so very rarely do economists take center stage. That's probably a good thing, frankly speaking. Um, so so when it comes to political matters, weirdly. I feel very reticent to step into things. Like I don't, I don't comment on you know, uh, po- 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 politician X is bad because you know the contra- controversy of the day. I talk about policies. Don't talk about um, uh, uh, individual political parties. I certainly don't talk about joining one or or any of that stuff. You know, uh, for me, that's kind of crossing a line. You know, um, but in this case. I really, really, really want to get political about it mm. uh, because like whoever gets the job, like I really want them to represent us, you know, and for it not to be just another cause, like, mm-hmm. you know. And and so you were going to appeal to the listeners. What did you what what did you want to say to them? Well, the, the first thing is take a look at that thread. So if you just Googled Stephen Kinsler, uh, Mayor Limerick, I give the details. I go through the entire document so you mm-hmm. don't have to. And I compare what they said they would do with the powers of the thing and what they actually propose to do. And the answer is it's night and day. Like it's, a, it's effectively like the vote didn't matter. Right. Okay, I, 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 I put it, the way I put it with, with, uh, with Joe was it's like the whole democratic process is being set aside. It's literally that bad. Like I, I, Try not to exaggerate during these things, but but it really is like the the the, the there was a general sort of implementation uh, report, and it said, look, you know, the mayor should have control over housing policy, no control. The mayor should have some control over transport, no control. The mayor had should have some uh, budgetary autonomy, no budgetary autonomy, right? <laughs> the mayor literally can't water a plant. This is burning money, really, isn't it? Paying someone, yeah, yeah, and some of it is like like the like. The implementation bill said, like you know, the mayor should have some strategic investment funding, some 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 like a general uh, uh, block grant, whatever. Nah, so no money, no power. The end. No thanks. No thank you. So uh, my appeal is the following: Have a look at that. If it annoys you, if it annoys you, write to Minister Peter Burke. Uh, now don't send him hate mail. <laughs> Right. Just say, dear Minister Burke, like use use his title. He's got elected. He's been given he, he's been given a uh, he's been given a job to do by the Taoiseach of this country. You have to respect that. You know, uh, you know, people email, you know, dear Burke or whatever. No, Minister Burke, you know, I'm really annoyed about what's happening. I want you to do something about it. I particularly want this to have a bit of money. And, and the particular powers. And you know what? I'll be watching. Minister Burke is he's, like, he's a smart guy. He wants mm-hmm. to do his best. We have to arm him with this kind of stuff. And so it really, it's about that. That's the first thing. Just, just, just find his email. It's peter.burke at rocks.ie and just write him. Right. Everyone should write to him. I've, I have, uh, I have everyone should, right? Okay. The other thing to do is if you're in a group, if you're in a uh, if you're in a um, you know a community group or or something like that, just contact me. 
Um, okay. Stephen.Kinsler at UL.ie. And um, it's T-E-P-H-E-N dot K-I-N-S-E-L-L-A at UL.ie. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I won't add you to my WhatsApp group, <laughs> but I, I, I want to push this forward over the next kind of six weeks, really. Like okay. basically to the end of September. Um, and uh, I don't propose doing giant, you know, street protests or whatever. Um, but I do feel like some demonstration by the people of Limerick, not just, you know, random economists and stuff um, is important. And to the extent that we can do that safely, um, we really, really should. So yeah, come, come talk to me and um, we'll, uh, we'll get something done. So come join us on our on our revolution. Uh, <laughs> I'm join the revolution. Well, seriously, I mean, as you said, if we've learned anything uh, with the, the referenda and um, and the protests and that, and I mean, I, I learned a lesson in 2014. We had city of culture, and on day one, that everyone <laughs> resigned, and um, there was nothing in place. It was just this vacuum of expertise, and. I was at the famous meeting. I don't know if you heard about it, but there was a famous meeting, a public meeting. And what was basically said was, this is a bump in the road and it'll be grand. And the whole room just went, no, it won't. And, uh, it, and it was a room full of, of artists who knew, you know, artists and community groups and that who knew, you can't just give us money to do a thing. There, there needs to be infrastructure. There needs to be, there needs to be something running this, you know, yes. we can do our own thing, but we were promised support. We were promised an infrastructure. You can't just sell us as a bump in the road. And then, you know, somebody got assigned, uh, like then people were hired, but we were basically being told it's grand, shut up. And um, a room full of not that many people, just like it ended up being a gift club sketch and everything. <laughs> basically <laughs> a room full of people just went, no, it won't, you know? Yeah. And, it was, it was, it worked, you know, yeah. I mean, and, and thankfully City Culture was a great success. Um, but we could easily have rolled over and gone, oh, okay, well, thanks for giving us money and please don't, please don't, you know, that whole, uh, the power dynamic of being, please don't take this away, you know, and, um, but we were, we were stakeholders and, and, and citizens of, of Limerick City and County are stakeholders and, um, and as you said, uh, we are the boss, so let's, yep. let's do something about this. And exactly. it's not often on, on, on our podcast that there's call to action, but, um, what else do you be yeah. doing of, of an August, September? Yeah, you're all, you're listening to this. You're probably, you know, sitting on a beach in Kilkee or the hinge or something getting rained on telling yourself it's fantastic you know and, we, uh, we need our sense of camaraderie and community back so nothing shoving, like a call you know shoving ice creams at your children you know i mean ice yeah. creams full of sand ice creams filled with sand your children don't want it but you bought it for them so they're gonna eat it aren't they Aren't they? Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. And they like it too. Um, listen, and like <laughs> that's really cool. No, thanks for that. And um, you know, I, I, I think it's it's timely, and there's an opportunity for us all to just say, um, like this is everybody. This is political for everyone. This isn't, um, it's okay. It's specific to a a county yeah. and city. But it is not about parties or sides. It's about no, not at all, not at all. Like if you you could be um, uh, uh, Fine Gael, Sinn Fein, you know, 
left, right, up, down, whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, fundamentally, it's, it's if you're a citizen of this place, it's your problem to fix. Yeah. Um, and you should do a small bit to fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I understand that people won't be that up for it. Um, but if you don't, if you don't do something, if you don't do something, then the cynics win. And mm-hmm. let's not have that. Let's not have that. All hail Stephen, our leader of the revolution. <laughs> so now that you're just, you know, about to start work, prepare to have your email and Twitter crammed with uh, with followers. So uh... <laughs> that's, that's um, the, the glorious Twitter revolution has begun. Yeah. Um, oh, listen, yeah. Stephen. No, thank you. That's great. And I do hope you have a restful enough August, considering you've just signed yourself up to to lead to to lead the movement. Um, but until then, we Brilliant. will we will talk stuff again. So have a good one. Thanks, Brilliant. You have been listening to Anne and Steve Talk Stuff a Limerick Post podcast produced by Eric Fitzgerald. Theme tune is performed and composed by David Blake. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends. You can now follow the show on Twitter at AnnSteveTalk. Get Stephen at Stephen Kinsler. He's a Stephen with a PH. Anne at AnnBlake78. That's an Anne without an E. And the Limerick Post at Limerick Post.